Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith and how the two come together in lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, flying solo this week. Pastor Ken Keltner should be back next week, and I'm excited about today's show. I am a, a few weeks ago. We had uh, we had a woman on who ran InterVarsity, and she was great. She was really good. And just prior to that, Renee Lopez um, was on, and, and both asked me, "How come you don't have more women on Faith in the Zone?" And I said, "You know what? It, I don't know. I, I have not." Um, really reached out and maybe I need to do a better job. And we have two women in studio today. One I've known for a really long time. And I adore her and her family. And I think her parents have done a great job with her except for one <laughs> issue that she has. And I can't. I, I Wilson, I have no idea how you allowed this to happen. Bonnie, I don't get it. But uh, Tierney Gill is here and she is an author. And we're going to talk about her book. But before we do that, we're going to talk about the New England Patriots when did that happen, and how did it happen? <laughs> Tony, it's so good to see you. Good to see you too, Mike, even so, with that introduction. Yeah, you bet. So <laughs> tell me about this love for the Patriots. How did that happen? So, you're, in, you're in Packer land. I am, but I'm still able to use my brain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and thanks for, listening. The... thanks for listening to Faith in the Zone. <laughs> I love football, and I love excellence, so that led me towards the New England Patriots. I actually used to like the Packers, they were my favorite team growing up, and the Patriots were my second favorite team, even as far back as I'm playing in the Super Bowl. But then with the whole Brett Favre saga, I realized I was actually more of a Brett fan and not a Packer fan. Okay. And then with everything, with the fallout with the team, it became, okay, I'll go to whichever team Brett Favre was a member of. So it was really hard to be a Jets fan for a year or two. Horrible. Uh, but the Vikings was kind of fun, especially when they came back and beat the Packers. That oh, was man. And, and she when, look, she's a Wisconsin girl. I, I she is <laughs> yeah, I a cheese. She's a cheesehead. I thought, but um, so when when Brady retires, and that could be this year, could be ten years from now. Who knows? Is it possible that you're a Patriots fan because of Brady? No, but Brady is a good portion of it. I like the organization. I like the way they coach. I like the mentality. I like the mindset to how they approach games. I like the way they do their research and prepare for games or like how they adapt year to year i I can see a comment is coming so Um. some people may say that they kind of cheat sometimes that whole you know the flake gate or whatever they called it and you know so but that's just again where i work for a sports radio station i hear things Mm -hmm. 
Well, if you guys could draw up another fake controversy, that'd be great. Oh, Last time you did, I can't wait. and this took is... Brady out for four games, he came back on a tear and won the Super Bowl. Yeah, so I had we could actually my, use a little controversy. I had him in my fantasy league that year. It worked out really yeah, well see? for me, by the way. Mm-hmm. In fact, I wasn't a Patriots fan, but I was a Brady fan that year. Hey, and, and let me tell you a little bit about Tierney and, and how I've known her for a really long time. Uh, we used to go to Brookside or Eastside Baptist Church together, and um, I'm a big fan of her. Her mom and dad, I think, are just two of the best people. Uh, Wilson and Bonnie Gill have done a great job. Um, they they have a lot of kids. How many brothers and sisters do you have? I'm one of seventeen. One of seventeen, and one is cuter than the next, and one is smarter than the <laughs> next. It's a wonderful family. That um, I, I can tell you a quick story. We we live in a small house uh, near Wauwatosa, and. We had them over a long time ago for pizza and dinner, and Wilson and Bonnie walked in, and the older kids, attorney being one of them, had all the kids walk in, take their coats off, put them in, in the bedroom, and then come and sit down, single file, like in this, and I was like, Wow, this is awesome. Like, they, I should have them come babysit my kids, It's what I thought. And it just was really a lot of fun. And, and say, please say hi to your mom and dad. I don't talk to them nearly enough. And uh, congratulations on this book. And we're going to talk about this book. The name of the book is A Few Words on Your Identity in Christ. And we're also joined by Kimberly Krieger. Um, the Fellowship of Extraordinary Women, she is the founder of, of that. Kimberly, it's nice to meet you. Hi, thanks for having me on the show. I did good on that last name, didn't you, I? You did. Yeah, you you nailed it. <laughs> hey, as we talk about this book and we talk about uh, their lives and their journeys, th- there's a website that I would recommend you go to, and it's called A Few Women, W-O-M-E-N, correct? Correct. A fewwomen.com, and that will get you a lot of information. I was on that website a lot today and a little bit last night, and there's a number of things that you're going to want to know about this book that they've written, a lot about um, a few is, is what the name of it is. And, and few stands for Fellowship of Extraordinary Women. That's kind of the home of this, correct, Kimberly? Yes, few is is the home, the umbrella. And under that umbrella, we have a monthly gathering. We publish women's stories and we offer women's leadership training. And beginning in 2020, we'll be offering coaching certification to women as well. Boy, that that's awesome. Are you a Milwaukee girl? I'm a outskirts of Milwaukee girl. We're, 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 we're above, we're, hold on, you're a Packer fan, though, right? I am a Packer fan. It's two yes. two against one. Yes. She loses. Yeah. Huh? That don't works. ask me like stats or anything. No, that's no. But did you know when the Packers and the Patriots played in the Super Bowl, who won that game? Oh, the Packers did. Okay. Anyway, Tierney, back we'll get when back. it was Brett Favre, we'll which I was a Packer fan uh, at that point. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the reason they won. Kimberly, where did you grow up? Where did you go to high school? I grew up in Big Bend, Wisconsin. I graduated from McGuanago High School. You did? The Indians? The McGuanago Indians. Yeah. And the irony there is that now I live in McGuanago and my children are going to McGuanago High School. Really? Yeah. How it's many weird. kids do you have? I have a few kids. I don't have as many as No, but pretty close. <laughs> pretty close. Kimberly's got Kimberly's got twelve. Twelve kids, which I it's it's wonderful. And I'm sure that you get tired of people going, What? How many? Yeah, how many? And how many are in your family? You get, you must get tired of that. I, for one, think it's wonderful. I come from a family of six. I have two kids of my own, Matthew and Katie, and four grandsons. My daughter Katie has three. My son Matthew has a five-month-year-old, Liam Michael McGivern, which. Eh, that's an Irish name. I think he's going to be in jail by the time he's 12, the little boy, but that's just, that's just me. And speaking to Kimberly, you have to know this. Speaking of my son, Matthew, 
Sa- I believe the same age as Tierney. And she is the first girl he ever had a crush on. Oh. And I'll tell you why. And it was because she whooped him in every sport <laughs> every sport imaginable. And he was like in fourth grade looking at her like like his eyelashes. He's like, Dad, she's really good in I'm sports. In Isn't that awesome? <laughs> that and he was awesome. just like, Oh, Tierney's gonna be there. Okay, I'll go to the picnic. And I'm like, Would oh, you goodness would gracious. you just once beat her in something? I'm trying, Dad. I'm trying. She doesn't throw like a girl and I go I don't know what that means because she throws no way better. Taken. No offense, no offense at all. Hey, I guys, do remember when he was playing once. I think he had a foot cast. He broke his foot or yeah. his leg or something, and how bad he was trying to keep he up in still, football. He was still trying. The little Irish boy had some moxie, though. You know, he. I'll tell you what, Tierney. You would have. Uh, you would have liked to see him play. He played uh, college basketball at, at Maranatha Baptist Bible College. Okay. Set a school record for assists the middle of his junior year. And he, he, you would have enjoyed the way he played. Um, he doesn't get to play basketball much anymore, but uh, I, I still have some videotapes, and I can show them. He said to me, don't ever show these. That's called blackmail. Matthew. Total blackmail. <laughs> Total. He, would, he would whoop you now, just so you know. It, it only took 20 years, but he would, he would whoop you now. In basketball or football? Uh, basketball. Yeah, football, mm, I would take no. you on that one still. I'm telling you right now. Again, uh, fewwomen.com uh, is where you're going to want to go. And a couple of things that you need to know about as we talk about this book and and the idea of where this book came from and how it came to fruition it is a book from women for women and so when i when the reason i'm having them on right now this time of year is twofold one on december 18th they've got a book signing a holiday book signing that's going on at terrace 167 in richfield at 6 30 p.m so that's this coming Monday, Tuesday? It's a Wednesday the, evening. Wednesday. Not even close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wednesday. Well, this is going to air on the 15th. Oh, so gotcha. that Wednesday, the 18th, the holiday book um, signing on this book. Again, Terrace 167 in Richfield at 630. Go to that website, a fewwomen.com. And you're wondering right now, because we have a lot of coaches, a lot of men that listen to the show, if it's a book by women for women, why are you telling me about it? Because it's a great holiday gift. Yes. You know what? You you want something, and I've looked at the book, and I've gone through some of the transcripts, and the girl's been nice enough um, to bring me a copy and that I will hand off to my wife, Terry. And I can tell you that the stuff that I looked at, it's a perfect way for, for, for your wife and your family to start the new year. You know what? 2020, what a great way. And you're going to read some really, really good stories. And she's going to be able to do a lot of things within that book that's going to strengthen her faith. And and, and the things that she does to run this household, uh, I'm telling you, uh, it would be a great uh, Christmas gift. And, and congratulations. Tierney, I'm going to start with you. We just have a few minutes in this segment. When I talked to you and I reached out to you and we hadn't talked for a while, mm-hmm. but I said, wow, you're, you're an author. And you said, you know what, I always thought maybe I'd want to do this, and now I'm doing a couple of things, and, and I'm really excited. Can you talk a little bit about that process and, 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 and where it began and how difficult it was? Sure. So, yes, it has actually been a dream of mine to write. I've been writing since I was a child. I think I started around 9, 10 even. I wrote a lot of stories for my siblings. Like We had these action figures, and they had lives and families and everything. So I wrote a lot as a child, but then I started turning more towards poetry in my teenage years. I hadn't thought much of publishing. I just wrote mainly for myself. 
And it was a lot of biblically based poetry, so I guess not for myself, it was for the glory of God, but it sure. was for me to read, not necessarily for anybody else. But then I met Kimberly actually earlier this year, and we were at an event at Wisconsin Lutheran College that she was speaking on, and I felt the urging to go up and talk to her afterwards. I think it was because she was joking a lot about big families in her speech. So I went up and said, I think I actually have more brothers than you do kids. And that's how we <laughs> that's hit it awesome. off. That's uh, awesome. I don't get to use that line much, so that was fun. And she was looking for co-authors for the devotional book, but also for the companion book at that time. And I was interested, knew nothing about the publishing process. So we communicated a little bit over the summer, and then she was able to convince me that, yes, I, I could come on board. And the process for me was, I think we only went through, what, maybe three drafts or so. So we'd send over our initial thought processes, and then we'd have to make sure, obviously, there wasn't overlap between other authors on the devotional. And um, Kimberly, how many authors are are um, in this book? Mm-hmm. This book has 17 co-authors. So 17 different women, that correct? Yes. That have put together... And, and, and is it their thoughts? Is it their identity where it came from in Christ? Or or what was the marching orders that you gave to these authors? What was that? Yes, that's a great question. So it's a devotional. So everyone can sit down one day at a time and read a segment about a woman's identity story. So this devotional is a great way for women to tell their identity story because we usually have more than one. <laughs> we don't walk in our identity in Christ as a one and done. It's many, many many experiences, many revelations, many, many stories that comprise our bigger story. And that's exactly what the authors of this book did, told a lot of mini stories that helped make them who they are today. Kimberly, are the authors here, uh, are there most of them local here in the Milwaukee or Wisconsin area, or are they throughout the country? Throughout the country. And we have a couple international authors as well that are a part of few. We've been really blessed to connect with amazing women around the world. Boy, again, that website, and the book is available now online, Barnes & Noble. They can pick it up if they go to afewomen.com, correct? TheFewWomen.com. Yeah, the women or Amazon. Or Amazon, TheFewWomen.com. I, I would recommend to go there because once you go on that website, I, trust me, you're going to spend some time on the website. There are some blogs on there that were really good. Um, the, the information on some of the authors is really very interesting. And then there's the information regarding this on the 18th, again, this holiday book signing. And then there's also an event that's, that's coming up in January, correct? Can we yes. talk a little bit about that before we go to a break? I would love to talk about that, Mike. January 23rd, 24th, and 25th, FEW is offering a women's leadership conference. It's a two-and-a-half-day event. And the testimonials from women, this will be our fourth annual. And the, the most remarkable thing about this event is that women are transformed. They leave this event knowing who they are in Christ, ready to really launch in their purpose. Uh, women at this conference are asked to name the mountains of influence that God has called them to conquer. And so there, I mean, there's a lot when you say something out loud in a room full of people, and oh, then they boy. expect you to go follow up, right? You bet. <laughs> and so it's three or two and a half days of powerful teaching on self-leadership, biblically based. We also are doing a new segment this year we haven't done before on Strengths Finder and your spiritual gifts. So women will really know who they are when they leave this event. So Kimberly, for the, for the men that are listening to this, if they want the perfect gift for their, for their wives for Christmas, pick up the book and sign them up for this. Yes. Do, do they have to make the two and a half day commitment? Can they come 
for two days? Can they come for a day and a half if they have work? What, what is the, sure. what, what's your idea on sure. that? It's a Thursday evening, all day Friday, all day Saturday. We've had women attend partially, all of it. Um, definitely reach out to me. I'll make sure that we accommodate your needs. Uh, the most important thing I think for your male listeners to understand is when a woman really knows who she is in Christ, and I'm just going to be real because I'm a married woman. Okay? You bet. Yeah. It's a much easier on the man in the relationship. Amen. Okay. I know that. Because, <laughs> right. You know what? I, I am married to, to a very godly woman who, I, and I could tell you, because I told you my story before, had it not been for her, I'm not sure where I'd be. Yeah. I have to be honest with you. I, a number of the things that jumped off the page for me that you guys go through in this conference is a heart to serve, which I love, a humble heart, walking in wisdom, overcoming fear, strategies for faith and prayer, which I think is really interesting. You know, the idea of strategy for your faith and strategy on prayer um, is very interesting. So, look, I would highly recommend, again, go to that website. It's uh, the few women, W-O-M-E-N.com. A lot of information, and make sure you've got 30 minutes put aside before you go to the website because you're going to find yourself being caught reading a lot of these things that are there. And it's really interesting. And look, for a man to, to read this, really important for me to understand some of the things that, that you guys are seeing, talking about, because I, it makes me a better husband, I believe. I, it sure will. No, Absolutely. nothing from you, Miss Gill. <laughs> I can see that look where you want to jump on. Yeah. You know what? I was about to turn her mic off because I. she gets that from her daddy's side, by the way. We're going to get to a break. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. More now of Faith in the Zone. Discovering people of sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brookside Baptist Church. Back with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. This child that you delivered will soon deliver you. Uh, welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. Again, flying solo this week. Pastor Ken Kellner will be back next week. It's been a fun show. You should hear what goes on during the breaks. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> Tierney Gill, she is an author, and we'll talk a little bit more about what she does for a living. It's pretty impressive. She's uh, doing great work here in the state of Wisconsin. Um, an author of a book, A Few Words, On Your Identity in Christ. And you can go to a fewwomen.com, fewwomen.com uh, to pick that book up. And again, it's, it's a great holiday Christmas gift for your wives. They're also doing a holiday signing, book signing on the 18th, which is Wednesday of this week. Uh, Terrace, Terrence Terrace 167 in Richfield starts at 630. Um, again, go to a fewwomen.com to get more information on not, not only this book, but, but the work that Kimberly Krieger has done, the Fellowship of Extraordinary Women. Um, girls, the, the second segment on Faith in the Zone is one that I think we talk a lot about because it, both Pastor Ken and I feel like it's, it, it really is kind of what this show is about when we ask people to, to get up on the mountaintop a little bit with us and share their testimony on how their walk um, had begun. And, and Tierney, if I can ask you to, to begin and, and, and if you can share your testimony with our audience, I'd appreciate that. 
Sure, you can ask, but I don't have to answer. No, I'm Excellent. That's Tyranny um, Gill. Again, the name of the book is <laughs> The Few Words on Your Identity in Christ and How to Be a Wise Guy by Tyranny Gill. A wise gal. But... A wise gal. Oh, there we yeah. go. Oh, that, that's right. She doesn't throw like a girl. I don't know what that means. I'm just kidding. So, Tyranny, look, again, I've known you for a really long time, and I got a feeling like I may know your testimony. I'm not sure. But, but again, knowing your family, I know that that probably had something to do with, with, with this. But let me ask you, when, when somebody asks you and you're out to share your testimony, what do you tell them? Sure. So my story is a tribute to the impact that a godly mother can make on a child's life. So I was young, probably about the age of five, and our family had just watched a movie from, it was at that time, Family Theater on WVCY, and it was a movie about the end times and... Even as a child, I, apparently I had a lot of questions about it. And I remember at the end of the movie when they're showing what happens, um, the rapture, the tribulation period, all of that, I remember running to mom, crying and wanting to talk about what it meant to be saved. And, oh, was I going to go through the tribulation? Was I going to go to hell? And I remember vividly because dad was asleep on the couch. Sorry, dad. And mom was sitting on the front stairs with me. And we just sat and talked for an hour about what it meant to be a sinner if I understood that I was a sinner um, where I was headed if I did not accept Jesus Christ as my personal Savior, that as a Christian I wouldn't have to go through the tribulation period. And right there on our front stairs, she led me to Christ. So Amen. that's my story. Uh, you know what? And it's a powerful story. And and the testimonies to me, guys, it just, uh, you know, it brings me to tears a lot of times because when, when you have a mom— uh, like Bonnie, that that would say, okay, come on, let, let's you and I talk, and and she's busy because again, there's a lot <laughs> yes. of Gill kids all over the place. But to say, look, let's take an hour and let me explain to you as a five or six year old what this means. I envy that. I envy the fact that you figure this out at such an early age and you're mm-hmm. still really young, and and you know the platform and the journey that you you've been on is is incredible. It took. I'm 100% Irish. I'm stubborn. It took me a lot longer (laughs) to figure this thing out. So congratulations on that. And thank you so much for sharing. And I hope Bonnie gets a chance to hear this because, you know, we talk a lot about godly women on this. And I talk about when I went to to Eastside that time where Pastor Dara said, look, I knew you'd be coming. And I said, excuse me. He said, said, your wife's been praying for you for years. I didn't know when you'd come, but I knew you would come. I think that's just a remarkable story, and thank you for that. Kimberly, can I ask the same um, for you, if you could share your testimony with us? Sure, I'd love to. Thank you. Um, When I was very young, I asked Jesus into my heart. The way I tell the story is I probably asked him into my heart like 30 times, you know, just to make sure it stuck. Um, And I don't really know how old I was when that started, but I knew that I was a Christian. I knew that I was saved. Um, But our family went through difficult times beginning when I was about eight, when my parents divorced. And um, I went through a really hardcore rebellion, Mike. I mean, I was I was the problem child in my home, and I ended up. You and I are twins, then I guess. Oh yeah, I would have I would have welcomed your invitation to make trouble that yeah. you talked about before. <laughs> None of the Gills kid did, so I'm glad yeah, that you exactly. would. Exactly. I was like, I can't relate to these Gill children. No, there but, was a um, couple that had that look, but I don't know if they how far they would have gone with. And me. don't even get me started on my children. But anyway, um, so at 16, I became a mom. And um, I was a teen mom, and, and my, I say my 17th birthday present was a little baby named Jesse. And, um, and that was the turning point <clears throat> excuse me, for my life. I 
at that point realized my mom had raised me with Bible stories in the living room before bed. And I knew that those Bible stories, I maybe didn't know the Bible, but I knew those Bible stories inside and out, and I knew that God was real. And I knew that somehow, someway, that was an anchor in my life. And I looked at my son, and I thought about the really um, chaos I had created in my life, and knew that I had a decision to make. I was either going to raise my son with Bible stories, or I was going to find babysitters while I was out partying, but I wasn't going to do both. I knew that I couldn't do both. And I made a decision to um, give my life back to the Lord as a young woman. And I got married at 18. By 21, I had three children. And um, I went on to have eight more children. So I had 11 children with with my first husband. And throughout that um, time during our marriage, I really came to the realization that he was a severe alcoholic and um, a drug user and... A lot of what I thought about my life wasn't really true. Um, I, you know what I mean? Like when you find out about somebody's real life, what they're really up to, you start to realize you're not really living the life you thought you were living. And it was difficult. Can, can, and I don't mean to stop you in, okay. in the middle of your testimony, but uh, what a difficult journey that must have been to realize that, look, this is not, I'm not living the life I thought I was living. Mm-hmm. How did... How did you respond to that, and and how long did it take you to figure out that, boy, this is just not the right path? Yeah. So, you know, the the easy way to say it is I wanted the Waltons. I wanted a big, happy family, and instead I got Jerry Springer. And that's just the truth. We needed bouncers and officers and security guards in our house. We went through, um, you know, everything that comes with addiction, anger, fear, abuse, all of it. And it was really, really difficult. And that is when I really turned to the Lord and to the Word of God. And most of the promises God gave me for my family were from the book of Isaiah, which is interesting if you know anything about the book of Isaiah. It's God's word to captive Israel, and it's his words of deliverance. And I didn't even know that then. I didn't really know what Isaiah was about and why he wrote it. <clears throat> Sorry. No, that's okay. No, no worries. You do that, okay. and we can move on. How uh, when when you realized that, um, and and did your did your ex husband understand? Has he has he figured out his issues? Is he still? I, I because look, that's me. Yeah. You know that I had the I had some of that same stuff going on, and I told you about going down to Eastside Baptist where Pastor Daryl just took the book. The, the King James Version, and said, this is the only way I know to help you. Yeah. And if you don't think this is right for you, then you might get up and walk out. But if you do close the door, let's go to work. Yeah. And so that, for me, I, you know, what a turning point. And if the Lord's willing to accept somebody like me, I, you know what? It, it, look, you can, he will meet you where you're at. Yes. He will totally meet you right where you don't have to go this long distance to say, I'm not worthy at this point. He will come right to you. So I, I'm hoping that whoever had issues in in, in your, your your life and your past life that they have found you know happiness and, and been able to, to to not do that anymore. But um, I'm sorry. So so if you can go on. So that, at that point where you realize that look, this isn't the, this isn't the life that I thought I was living. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about with the jumping off point there then. Well, I'm going to be really honest that when I realized this is not the life that I thought I signed up for, I was in a pretty big pity party. I was convinced that it was all his fault. And I was sure that if he would get sober, 
and take responsibility that I would be the happiest person alive because, after all, wasn't my dream a big, happy family? And I thought that the problem in the scenario was his addiction. And what I came to learn was that the reason I was a miserable person is because I had all kinds of issues inside of me. And when I went and sought help because I felt like I was just being buried under the weight of the addiction in the home, my kids were starting to enter their teen years, Um, there was some rebellion and resistance from the kids, they no longer wanted to go to church or serve the Lord. It was like I was losing control. And that's a really accurate statement because I was trying so hard to control everything. And so I went and got help, and I discovered that part of the problem was my enabling. Part of the problem was me covering for him. Part of the problem was me turning the other cheek to things I should have never turned the other cheek to. And so I began to work on me. And I'll tell you what, one of the things I'm the most grateful for is that marriage for one reason. It totally was the catalyst for my transformation. And through desperation, I found all the tools and hope and truth I needed in the Word of God. Boy, so fellowship, the, the Fellowship of Extraordinary Women. That that is you. You're the founder of that um, publisher. Few international publica- publications, correct? Mm-hmm. And uh, so the the journey that you went through has a lot to do with what you're doing now. Oh yes, and and the amount of of women that you're helping with this. And again, guys, when when, when I talk about this is a, a a book written by women for women. Don't be afraid to pick it up because us guys, we need to understand. We need to do a better job sometimes at understanding the women in our lives. But do your your wife a favor and you a favor for that matter. Be a great holiday gift. And you can go the few women, W O M E N dot com, the few women dot com, and pick up this book. And you can probably get it before Christmas, right? I'm sure. Yes, they certainly can if they go to Amazon. That would be if they have Prime. (laughs) Go to Amazon. And better yet, do you, you know what? If you want to ask Tierney Gillen why she is a, a Patriot fan, <laughs> on December 18th, holiday book signing at Terrace 167 in Richfield. Oh, no. Hey, if you wear Packer gear and you get a picture with her and you've got Packer gear on, I'll, I'll you know what? You let me know where you want me to donate cash to. I'll donate cash. I want those pictures, that's for sure. We're going to get to a break or the side of the break. We're going to continue to talk. Now. Okay. We're gonna, we don't have to go to break. I'm in charge here, Gil. You are not in charge. I know you're in charge of a lot of things. Not in here, sister. This is all me. Because she is Tierney Gill. Again, one of the authors. A few words on your identity in Christ. A few words on your identity in Christ. And you're going to want to go and, and, and look at this. And again, when you go to the website, afewwomen.com, make sure you have a few minutes to put aside. Because some of the blogs on there are very interesting. They also, um, they are promoting an event coming up in January. And you want to get more information on that. It starts January 23rd in the evening, 24th and 25th. It'd be a great addition to buying that book for your wife's for Christmas. And yes. can't recommend it enough. This is Faith in the Zone. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brain Balance of Mequon. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern and just really having fun. I'm telling you, talking Patriots football. 
Marine uh, yeah, number yeah. seven. Marine number <laughs> seven. She is Tierney Gill. And don't hold this against her. Please still buy her book. You know what? <laughs> That's a good still call. buy a few, a few words on your identity in Christ. And again, it's a book written by women for women. And, and for you guys out there, and I know all you guys, man, most of them come up and talk to me a lot about Faith in the Zone. I want you to, to think about buying this for your wife. And it not only is it going to help her, it's a devotional book for her, but it certainly will will help you at, um, at the same time and, and maybe read it together and do some of the workbook stuff together. I think that would be a great That's idea. Good. The fewwomen.com is where you can go. Or if you're an Amazon Prime, you can get this before Christmas. Go on Amazon. Again, the name of the book, a few words on your identity in Christ. Or if you want to buy it, um, the 18th, which is Wednesday, holiday book signing. Again, Terrence, Terrence, Terrence 167 uh, in Richfield, correct? Yes. Yeah, boy, boy. 6.30 p.m. is where you can go and get this book right then there and, and get it signed. Can I ask what the cost of the book is? $20. $20. Come on, boys, really? Yeah. It's 20 bucks. So I would highly recommend it. Hey, before we move on, and I've got some questions for both you guys regarding your testimony, but I, I rudely interrupted you a little bit, and then I moved on, but but you said, hey, look, I got a little bit left of my testimony, very important part of your mm-hmm. testimony that um, I kind of cut you off. Sorry about that. As Miss Gill will tell you that I have a tendency to do that to a <laughs> no lot of people. Problem. Especially no when talking about the Patriots. Now let's get to a Britain. I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> kidding. She said Patriots and I automatically want to go to a break. break. break time. I paid for this microphone. <laughs> she is Kimberly Krieger, by the way. And she is, uh, look, the founder of the Fellowship of Extraordinary Women. And uh, you, when you go to that website, you're going to understand the strength behind uh, this, this company that she has found it and it's really impressive but when we left off on your testimony Kimberly you know you had talked about your ex-husband and some of the demons that he was dealing with yeah. and how you thought if 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 you would just you know shield him and and help that that maybe it would all get better and it didn't yeah yeah so I'm gonna I'm gonna get deep for just a moment with you guys listening um, what I discovered was <clears throat> I wasn't loving my husband the way Christ loves us Um, And what do I mean by that? Well, love does what is best for a person, not what feels best for the person. And I was loving him in a way that felt best. In other words, it was helping him keep his addiction going, and it was destroying our marriage and our family. And my wake-up call was that, um, you know, I was contributing to, I was helping dig the pit that I felt I was in. And so when I was faced with that information, I was like, I'm up and out of here. I'm calling 911 to help him get out of here. And a lot of times those stories end beautifully where the person with the addiction is like, yes, thank you. Yes, I want to be well. And in my case, it didn't end like that. My... um, now, ex-husband was like, what do you mean you're calling 911? I don't need you to call 911. And so I continued on my wellness journey, and he kind of unraveled. And the last three years of our marriage were particularly difficult. And our, on our um, the, really the, the last day of what I consider our marriage was um, in November of 20, or two, 2009. I'm sorry, 2007. He got very, very drunk. And he um, became violent with two of our teenage children, and he was arrested and charged with felony child abuse, and he was removed from our home and our family permanently. And at that time, I was uh, left with all the bills, and he was in jail, and um, all the children, and there there were 10 of our 11 that were still under 18, so I had an 18-month-old, 
up to a 17-year-old, and I had been a stay-at-home homeschooling mom. Oh, my. And now it was time for me to go be the breadwinner and also try to um, just even manage the minefield of emotions we were all experiencing. And um, that that period of my life is kind of a blur, <laughs> to be honest. We made it through. We're still standing. And then in 2011, I remarried. My husband, Scott, and I got married. And uh, I launched my business that year and really stepped into my purpose. And I say that because out of all of that struggle, all of that despair and desperation, um, everything that God is and was to me and everything that he showed me about who I am is the reason I can help women with anything Amen. today. Amen. Yeah, that part of the story doesn't sound, I've never seen the Waltons on that part of it. No. You said you wanted one of the I never saw that part. No. And you know what? Are, you, are your parents alive? Are they around? My dad is. Yeah, yes, my stepmom. Mm-hmm. It must be so proud. Yeah, they got to be is. really proud yes. of, of yes. The, the, the work that you're doing. <clears throat> hey, in, in the earlier part, you had made a, you, you said, look, part of my testimony, part of my story is that that uh, I was read and talked to uh, with Bible stories. Yes. And in turning, you guys were, were homeschooled. Correct. And I've got to believe that that was a big part of the curriculum, right? I'm sure that the faith side of it. And I'm wondering with, with you and, and your testimony, how much of of that part of it, of of the educational side of it, or the family talking about this, had to do with you know where your journey is today? I'd say it's definitely the foundation. Correct. Again, to give a shout out to both my parents, when you're raised in a solid Christian home where the Bible is the basis of everything, and you know as a Christian how to live, how to act, how to grow, how to mature, how to interact with those around you. Yes, it does shape who you are. It does point you to what your identity actually is in Christ and not in those around you. That was a shout out for the book. Yeah, there you go. Well <laughs> and done. And it well does done. lead you to where you are today now as a as a young adult. And, you know, it, it is, um, it, it's a tough journey. Look, our paths... We're, we're are probably similar or, you know, because of what you've known. Um, Tierney and I, I, I do, ours aren't. And I went to Catholic. I'm a Patriots fan. I, I went to Catholic <laughs> schools. Let's get to a She's break. She's also a good girl. <laughs> yeah, a I good know. good girl. And I, if, I don't know how those two fit, Patriots and good girl, but. Hey, when, when you Did say. Did you start Daniel in the Lions Den? It comes into. Uh, it is. Are I'm you sorry, muting me? Who are you a fan again? You're a fan of what I team? I see you, right? A press mute. Yeah. <laughs> There, I, t- I took her right off the air. That's all. That's I'm awesome. only kidding. I would never do this. This is faith in the zone. We like all people. Um, but I've got to believe. And and look, yours was you were you were trying to make sure that that you know you, you shielded your husband. My just so you know was when my wife said these words. She said, "You're either going to grow up and become the man that I know you can become, or you're going to live the rest of your life in a loveless marriage." Wow. Most powerful words, and you know Mrs. McGivern, uh, she's all of about 110 pounds soaking wet. Wow. The most powerful thing anybody's ever said to me. I already love your wife, yeah, by the way. Yeah, she's, you know what, she's she is the yeah, real deal. It's amazing. Um, rock solid in her faith and, and, and a really good, strong Christian mom and, and wife. And when she said those words, I didn't even like doing what I was doing anymore. I didn't, I, I, but that's who I thought I was. Yeah. So for me then to go see Pastor Daryl and say, look, here are the issues. 
You know, yeah. and why is it that when I come to church here at Eastside Baptist once a year, you keep looking at me all the time? <laughs> and he said, that's what they all say when they're doing yep, things that yep. are wrong. Uh-huh. And I said, that's awesome. Hey, guys, we, we are talking again as we continue this conversation. Um, Tierney Gill, she is one of the authors of the book, A Few Words on Your Identity in Christ. A Few Words on Your Identity in Christ. You can go to this website, afewomen.com. If you want to pick this up for Christmas, if you're an Amazon Prime um, customer, you can go right on Amazon and pick it up. Again, A Few Words on Your Identity in Christ. I don't know if there's a better Christmas gift that you can give your mom you can give your sister, your aunt, your wife, women in your life. Buy four of them. Buy ten of them. And 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 look, this is going to really affect and change their lives in a great way. Or if you want to buy them in person, get a chance to meet Kimberly, get a, a chance to meet Tierney, and a number of other authors. How many of the authors will be there? There are 17 total authors. Uh, I don't know the exact number, but we do have authors from out of state, so they won't all be present at the book signing. But there will be plenty of wonderful, but amazing Tierney women. Tierney will be there, right? Tierney yeah. will be there. And we're, a joke. I see you No, I'm hoping her whole family comes so I can meet all these guys. You know what? That You'll sell about. out of books if her family <laughs> comes. It's the 18th of this month, the 18th of December, this Wednesday, holiday book signing. Terrace 167 in Richfield. Where about is that? It's right on Highway 167 in Richfield. Easy. Yeah. There easy, you go. And, and you know what? Just, uh, just look it up because you can certainly. Uh, you can find it. Let's get to a break. Or let's have a break. We're going to talk a little bit about the website if we can. And then we're going to talk about a couple of things that you're doing in your real life now. You're doing some good work. You're you're a political creature, right? You <laughs> I love, like how you put creature with political. You love, <laughs> well, you're, hey, look, we're... Yeah, I, th- I think we're both on the same side of this uh, this fight right now, and it's getting kind of out of hand, but that's just me. When We'll talk about a little of that on the other side of the break. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Back to Faith in the Zone, a journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Get a Mike McGivern flying solo this week, Pastor Ken Keltner. We'll be back next week. It's been a really fun show for me. Uh, obviously, you can tell that I'm a big fan of Kimberly Krieger. <laughs> She's the founder, the founder of the Fellowship of Extraordinary Women. Again, the, the few women, thefewwomen.com is where to go to, to look at some of the great things that Kimberly is doing. I'm also a big fan of Tierney Gill. She is one of the authors of this book, A Few Words on your identity in Christ. Trinity, I want to talk some things about what you're doing in your real world, but we're not going to have time. But one other day, I promise you'll come back, and we will, because I'm a big fan of some of the stuff that you're doing in your real life. I wanted to talk a little bit about this book, and, and when when you were asked to, to, to write this, did you have an idea on where you were going to go immediately with it? And can you talk a little bit about what you talk about as an author in the book? Sure. No, when the offer was first presented to me, I didn't want to do it because there's always an inherent fear, I think, in anybody in stepping out there the first time and starting to actually share your story. Right. And not many of us are fans of vulnerability either. But the process itself, 
interesting enough, was healing and therapeutic as well. So you don't have to know where you're headed when you take that first step of faith. You just take each step after that. And that's where I ended up now, actually being a published author, writing a devotional. Um, what was the now, next the, part, the, the part of, of uh, when somebody picks up the book and they read oh. your part as one of many authors, again, it's a, yep. a book 17. by women, for women that men should buy for the women in their lives. Yes. Right? That's how, you can use that marketing thing, Kimberly, if you'd like. But again, I would highly recommend it. Um, did, did you know the direction you want to take? And can you kind of talk and, and step us through if people want to pick up the book when they get to your section? What chapter is yours, by the way? They're selections. Selection. So I have okay. four of them, actually. You have four of them. Yep. And can you talk? Give, give us one A or two. Peek. A little sneak peek. Yeah. Okay. So one that was actually pretty close to my heart that I wrote about, the topic was called Beautifully Broken. A lot of the young women that I interact with, broken is a word that's thrown around, usually as a negative. And walking through this journey, through scripture, through prayer, and realizing that God takes something that we consider ugly or doesn't have value, like brokenness, and turns into something beautiful. So I wrote a whole selection on that. At the time, that was the furthest thing from what I was going to write about. Sure. But as I continued through the process, it became, no, I want you to write about this, or this is a topic perhaps somebody else needs to hear, or I think I'm writing for somebody else and figure out it was actually written for me as well. Um, Another one that I wrote about, we kind of alluded to it in an earlier segment, growing up in inner city Milwaukee. Um, It's a topic on, I think I called it safe and secure and the savior shadow, and just what safety means to a child growing up in an environment like that and realizing all the proactive things that you can do to protect yourself, how in the end it doesn't really matter because the one who's keeping you safe is Christ and that safety and security that's found in him alone as opposed to thinking it's something that you can bring about or something that you can be responsible for. Right. Well, amen to that. Well, she's a good ambassador for this book. You know that? <laughs> yes, she is. Look, she's I, an I, I'm writer. not talking football with her ever again. You know, maybe it's okay, one day. Mike's having a hard time yeah. coming to seven. But. Oh boy, oh boy! Ouch, <laughs> Wilson. This is all you. Bonnie side would never rip me the way that she's doing this. This is totally Wilson Gill. She sounds just like me. I'm telling That's you. So but funny. what a great ambassador! And and you know what? For a, for a young woman at her age to 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 be able to 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 know kind of where she's going and how she's going to get there yes. and the direction of her life, she will. Uh, she may be. She may have a number of books on that website one day. I agree, Mike. I met her um, at that event I spoke at. We connected over coffee, and it took me about four minutes to figure out this is an author. This is a woman with many platforms. Well, do you know I why? Mean, because she can't sing, dance, shoot a basket, throw a punk. She can't oh. Unless it's beating Matthew. You know, <laughs> you know what? Until I, until I coached him up a little bit, he'd whoop you today, though. Well, I'm she sorry. can write. She oh, can. I'll tell you, she can write, and she can think, and she can articulate. She's a, an incredibly gifted young woman, and I'm thrilled that she said yes to this book. I'm a grandfather of four. And when I talked to her on the phone, I asked for her advice on something. Wow. And said, you know what? Can you help me with this? And she said, you bet. Let me let me step you through this. And she she really did. She helped me with something that I've struggled with a question um, uh, regarding some, some, some politics that we don't need to get into in today's show. But I said, how do you answer this? Wow. And she said, okay, let me tell you. 
and, and just very calmly and, and just one step at a time and said, here's here's the way you answer that. And I hung up and I was like, man, she's like Dr. Phil. You know, that, <laughs> that, whole, kind of, that, that whole kind of thing, which was, awesome. which was awesome. Look, I can't, I can't tell you how, how great it was. To, to catch up to you, with you again. It, it really isn't. And I've told you a number of times, I'm a big fan of your family. I'm a big fan of your mom and dad and, and all of the brothers and sisters that I have met. Um, it's just really impressive. And Kimberly, thank you. I want to be able to keep in touch with you. Yes. And if there are some other things that we can do for you here on Faith in the Zone, um, do me a favor and go to faithinzone.com and listen to, to, to some of you know the, the past episodes and some of the things that we're trying to accomplish with this show, I think um, I, I think you'll be a fan of the show. Again, guys, the, the name of the book, A Few Words on Your Identity in Christ. It's a, it's a book written by women for women that we, us guys, should buy for, for the holidays. I, and even after the holidays, if you're an Amazon Prime uh, member, go on Amazon.com. Or you can go to the website, thefewwomen.com. If you want to buy it in person, get a chance to say hello to Kimberly. Get a chance to meet Tierney Gill and some of the other authors on the 18th, which is this Wednesday. It's a holiday book signing, and it's in Richfield. Uh, Terrence Terrence one. Terrace 167, correct? Terrace 167. Terrace 167. I keep wanting to throw an N in there. I don't know why. <laughs> Terrace 167. Again, the website of fewwomen.com. Kimberly, thank you. Tierney, it's so good to see you again. Good to see thank you, too. Yeah, Merry Christmas, guys. Merry thank Christmas, Merry Christmas, Mike. Christmas Thanks to Thanks for well. having us. And go Packers. Go Packers. <laughs> there goes the mute. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7. You've been listening to Faith in the Zone with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. You can hear Faith in the Zone every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. To find past shows, exclusive podcasts, or to contribute with an inside tip for a guest, simply go to faithinthezone.com. Faith in the Zone is an inside look at people of sports and their walk in faith. Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone, right here on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.